0: Hello, friends. I'm Colleen Orkannian, and you're listening to Food for Thought, Spiritually Speaking, where we explore ways to have a more profound encounter with God. If you like what you hear, please share this with others or send me a message on my website at ColleenOrkannian.com. That would be great. Now for today's episode called Peace Be With You. That is something we say at every Mass. We wish peace to those around us. We all I think, want to feel peace in our hearts. But how do we have that? And how do we help others find peace? Those are the questions for this episode of Food for Thought. We know that peace is one of the seven gifts of the Holy Spirit. So true peace is a gift from God. Jesus said in John fourteen twenty seven, peace I leave with you, my own peace I give to you, a peace the world cannot give. This is my gift, to you God wants to give us peace the more peace we have the more we reflect god's peace in the world and as christians we should always desire to do that sometimes we accept false peace which is not peace at all for example appeasement is not peace giving in to someone so they'll leave us alone is not peace bullies never leave you alone Silence is not peace. I can give you the silent treatment, and we won't be arguing, but that does not mean we're at peace. It's more like a ceasefire. On the other hand, we can be at peace with someone even when we disagree. I once had a conversation with a non-Catholic pastor about Catholic teachings, and we disagreed, but our conversation was respectful. We were at peace even as we disagreed. Jesus said he would give us peace that the world could not give. That's in John fourteen twenty seven. It's an interior peace. If you read the stories of martyrs, they died horrific deaths with great peace. St. Paul prayed for peace in all of his letters. His readers were in pretty dire straits with much persecution and violence. And Paul prayed for peace. He didn't pray that they not be killed or tortured. He prayed for peace. That shows the great value of that peace of God. So why is it so important? One reason is that the peace we show in difficult situations is a witness to the world of our faith in God. It's not about acting like we have peace. It's actually experiencing that peace of God in our hearts and in our souls. God offers it. We can take it or we can resist it. There are things that steal our peace or try to. The evils of the world. The devil is working hard in the world, and we can see it very clearly. Hate, mass murders, broken families, scandals in the church. It's all very disturbing. It's easy for me to lose my peace when I listen to the news. There were times when I spent a lot of time watching the news and reading political books. It did not bring me peace, quite the opposite. It stirred me up. It brought me down. Our personal relationships can steal our peace. There are some people in our lives that push our buttons and not in a good way. Some of us, like me, want to fight. Others back away and avoid the conflict, but neither group is at peace. And suffering can steal our peace. When we or someone we love are in pain, whether physical or emotional, we might lose that interior peace. When we lose our peace, or if we want to know this peace that God has, has for us, and we want to know it for the first time, there are things that we can do. The most important action is prayer. Pray for peace, peace in your heart, and peace in the world. A second action we can take is to get to know God better. If I know God, I can trust him in all things. Scripture says he does not abandon us. He may allow us to lack things, money, health, or other things in this world, but never himself. Romans 8.28 says that God uses all things for our good. So then I have to ask, do I trust him? Do I believe that he's in charge of the world and he has permitted these evils we experience? Do I believe that he knows what he's doing? Do I believe that he can and will bring good out of evil? Do I believe that he loves me? When I'm able to say yes to those questions, I can actually abandon myself to God. That's what brings peace. Interior peace comes from trust in God. So far, I've talked about our own interior peace. But another equally important aspect is our ability to share that peace with others. Here are several verses to that effect. The first one is Matthew 5 9. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called sons of God. Sometimes we're not peacemakers. We may even stir the pot and make things worse. When you're in a conflict, pray for wisdom to know how to bring peace into that situation, how to bring Christ's peace to those involved. Another scripture passage, Romans twelve eighteen. If possible, so far as it depends on you, live peaceably with all. This doesn't mean that we become doormats so everyone likes us. That's not really going to happen anyway. But it does mean that we should be kind and charitable. I was once on the receiving end of a great rant. There was nothing I could say or do to calm the other person down, although I did try. There just came a point where I knew it was not possible, but I tried, and that's what God expects of us. And the third passage is Romans 14:19. So then let us pursue what makes for peace and for mutual upbuilding. This passage reminds us that we're called to build up our brothers and sisters in the faith. One of the great blessings for me as a spiritual director is when I'm able to bring peace to someone who is struggling spiritually with a difficult situation. Of course, that's all the work of the Holy Spirit, and I'm just the lucky instrument who gets to be part of his plan. But you don't have to be a spiritual director to help others find peace in difficult times. Paul tells us to always strive for that. Now, as I meditated on this topic of peace, I heard a gentle rebuke in a quote from St. Jose Maria Escriva. He said, that we try to bring peace to those that hate us. I realized that I've often been blessed with interior peace in difficult moments, and I'm grateful, but I had never considered that I have a calling to bring peace into the difficult moments that others are facing, especially when I'm personally involved in that difficulty. If I'm butting heads with someone, bringing peace to the situation is not my first thought. Most likely, it's how I can win or convince them or get them to back down. If that isn't possible, I find a way to retreat from the situation. Just walk away. So I'm pretty good at finding and maintaining my own peace. When I get stressed, I know to stop, slow down, pray, breathe. So I'm taking care of myself. But God is calling me to more, to help bring peace to others. And that's a little scary because I don't know how to do it. What I do know is that God is with me. And with God, all things are possible. I just have to remember to ask for help and let him guide my words and actions. Peace be with you. What a wonderful blessing to offer another person. May our words and that blessing be reflected in our actions. May we be the peacemakers who are called sons and daughters of God. So with that, let's consider a couple of questions to bring to prayer. Question one. How is your interior peace? What disrupts that peace and why? And question two. Are there situations or relationships that you're called to be a peacemaker in? And how might you do that? That's all our food for today. Thank you for listening. If you found it helpful, please share this podcast with a friend. And may God bless you in just the way you need today.